Let's look at the story, the last lesson as it unfolds. France is late for school. He has a deep temptation to run away because he hasn't done his homework, which was to learn the rules of the participles. And it's a brilliant day, warm, bright, sunny. The birds are chirping at the edge of the woods. And there's a lot of activity taking place near the sawmill where the Prussian soldiers are drilling. It's much more exciting than a boring school day. But somehow he resists this temptation and hurries off to school. As he is going to school, he goes past the town hall where he sees a crowd of people in front of the bulletin board. For the last two years, all the bad news has come from there, the lost battles, the draft, the orders of the commanding officer, and he decides that uh, he, he, he will continue without stopping. And as he rushes past, the blacksmith watcher asks him to slow down because he says there's no need to be so to run so fast. There is that he'll get to school in plenty of time. Franz feels that he'll somehow reach school safely He'll enter the class quietly and um, the class will be very noisy. Nobody will notice as he takes a seat. But things are very different when he enters because the class is very quiet. And he is obviously there. Everybody's looking at him. He's noticed. He blushes because he's obvious. But when he goes there and sits inside, instead of receiving a scolding from MML, he's spoken to kindly by his teacher, which is very surprising. As he goes there, he, see, he also sees that the teacher is looking rather different because he's dressed in his wonderful clothes, the kind of clothes he wears for inspections and pri on price days. A, a beautiful green coat, frilled shirt and a little black silk cap, all embroidered. And not only that, there's something else that's unusual and which is that there are the village people sitting quietly on the back benches, old houses sitting there the former mayor, the former postmaster, and there are several other villagers. Everybody is looking rather sad and Hauser is actually reading an old reader, a primer. And everybody is looking quite different. It's an unusual scene. Amhamel then mounts his chair and he tells the children that it's going to be the last lesson because the order has come from Berlin that now onwards only German will be taught in the school. This is shocking news for France. It's like a thunderclap. So he realizes that when he was passing by the town hall and he saw that bulletin board, that is the bad news that was displayed there. And not only that, France experiences a sense of deep regret that he's never bothered about his lessons at all. That he's just not bothered that he's missed his classes so many times, he's gone looking for birds' eggs, or he's gone sliding down on the Saur, which is the river there. And his books were always a nuisance for him, but now they seem to be his best friends. And he feels that there's no heaviness about his books, that his grammar book, his history of the saints are old friends, and he can't think of giving them up. And Enhamel, who had always been a cranky teacher to him, is also a man he, he, wouldn't, he would miss, he would miss terribly. Poor man, he thinks. This is why he's dressed in his best clothes, because this is the last lesson. And instead of being rewarded for 40 years of faithful service, this country is just not showing any respect to him. Because it's not their country anymore. The Prussians now own this, own this region. So while he's thinking of this, all this, all these thoughts are rushing through his mind. He's asked to speak the rules of the participle by M. Hamel, which he's unable to. 
and which really puzzles him a lot. Despite the fact that he has not been able to say the rules of the participle, M. Hamel does not scold Franz. In fact, he feels that they are all to blame for what is happening. It's not Franz's fault alone. Because as adults, he, they have never really thought education was important. They have postponed education, learning, till tomorrow. And it is that despite being Frenchmen, they hardly know how to speak or write their language. There has been no linguistic pride. And it's not little Franz, he says, who, who's responsible for this. His parents are as much responsible because they wanted him to work on a farm to get some extra money, work on the farm or at the mills, so that they could also get some support from their little boy. He has also, as a teacher, not been a perfect teacher. He has asked his student to water his flowers instead of learning his lessons because Franz was never really good at lessons and he was never really interested. He has also himself, as a teacher, not taken his job seriously. He's gone fishing many a time. He's just given them a holiday. So M. Hamel is in a very introspective mood. He's in a very reflective mood. He's willing to express himself to openly discuss what's wrong with them, why has this happened, why has the Prussian occupation or At this point of time, there is a great outpouring of emotion from M. Hamel. He starts talking of the French language and he waxes eloquent about the beauty of it. He says it's the most beautiful language in the world, it's the clearest, it's the most logical and he wants the people of this region to guard it, to never forget it because that's the way their spirits will be free. If they will guard their language within their hearts, they will never be enslaved by the Prussians. The language was the key to their prison. After this, he asked the students to open their grammar books and to read their lesson. Franz is amazed at a change that he notices within him. He finds that he can understand everything, that everything is very easy. He realizes that he has never been a good listener in this class, that M. Hamel also has never been so patient with them. And it seems as if the teacher now wants to stuff in all his learning into these children in one stroke. After the grammar lesson, the children are given a lesson in writing. M. Hamel has new notebooks for them in which in a beautiful handwriting are the words France all says, France all say written to show the pride that the teacher has in his country, in this region. This kind of a feeling is transmitted to his students and the students are, are very quiet very, very intensively into writing and copying the words on paper. Nobody is bothered, there's no distractions. And at that point of time, there is a burst of patriotism in the heart of little Franz because he feels that, you know, nobody can really capture anyone else. You can't rule over somebody's heart and mind because just like the pigeons outside, they are cooing in their own language 
the French will continue to speak in their own language. They will hold their language steadfast to their hearts. So the pigeons outside are a, are a symbol of the freedom of heart, the freedom of spirit that the French people will always have, what they'll fight for. We can see right now that uh, this boy France is very perceptive. He can understand what the teacher is undergoing. He realizes that the teacher is trying to absorb every sight and sound of that little classroom. That so many years of spending his life here, he, he, has, he knows everything, every part of the, school of the school, of the classroom. He has planted the trees in the garden. He has done everything to bring the school up. And it must be a very heartbreaking moment for him to leave now, to leave everything behind with his sister because they can hear the sister packing the trunks upstairs. But the teacher does not give up his duty till the very end. He makes sure that everybody recites their lesson and everybody is absorbing whatever he's saying. Hoser, who's sitting at the back of the, of the class, is so filled with emotion that he's crying. And uh, while, while Franz finds it a very sad sight, he also feels it's so funny. So there's a mixture of both emotions in his heart. At that point of time, M. Hamel stands up because the church clock strikes 12. It is the Angelus and it is the time for the prayer. And they, he, 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 it's a time to remind him that now he must leave. He gets up, but before he leaves, he writes a few words. He writes a phrase on the blackboard. Vive la France. Vive la France would be the victory for France, despite all the suppression. He instills in them the last feeling of patriotism before he leaves, the last feeling of love for the language, and then he dismisses school. That's how the story ends.